Hey you guys, welcome to the 26th episode of Intuitively Unapologetic. My name is Mikhail. You can listen to the podcast on Apple and Spotify and other streaming services. And you can follow the podcast on Instagram at Intuitively Unapologetic. So hey everyone, I hope everyone is having a good week. I'm hoping everyone is having a good day today. Today actually is my birthday, you guys. Like, it's my birthday. Um, of course, you guys are getting this on Friday. My birthday was actually yesterday, which is today for me, um, April 21st. And I'm just, I don't know how to feel. Like, I'm grateful that, you know, um, I'm here another year or I made it through another year. But I'm like one of those people, um, y'all probably can relate. Some of y'all probably can relate. Like, things that happen for me, like different events, even a small, well, birthdays are small, but... You know, even if something as simple as my birthday, like, it doesn't really hit me until, like, probably months later or, like, when it actually happens. Um, I don't know why that's for me, but, like, it really hasn't hit me that it, like, it's going to make, it's going to take time for me to get used to the fact, like, girl, you're 24. Um, If I didn't say it, yeah, I'm 24. It's going to take time. Um, You know, I might not, it might not hit me until, like, I don't know, September 3rd at, 10 o'clock while I'm in my bed. I don't know. But today is my birthday. Um, I'm just blessed to have made it through another year. I think sometimes, you know, sometimes we could take life for granted, but, you know, making it through another year is a blessing. You know, some people don't make it past the age of five, you know. And so just to be here and to do what I want to do and, to just live on my purpose, it's a good feeling. And, you know, you just want to make sure that you just don't take life for granted, that you, you know, create the goals that you want and, you know, you set out for it and you go after them, you know, you say the things that you want to say to the people that you love. Because like I said, life can be short and you really just make the most of life, you know, you know, you make sure you're going at a steady pace um, in your journey Because like I said, you want to make sure that you're fulfilling your purpose of why you're even here. Um, So, you know, every year is a blessing. And I'm glad to have made it this far. You know, I'm I'm still young, but 24, like, it's just really just, life really just passed you by. It's like, once you graduate high school, like for me, I feel like once I graduated high school, it's like life is just really... Not necessarily passing me by, but it's going fast, if, if that makes sense. So it's like, I have to make sure that, you know, I'm doing what I have to do because it's passing me. It's, it's going fast, you guys. But other than that, you guys, I really just had a really chill week. Um, not too much has been going on. You know, um, of course, I you know, I told you guys a couple episodes back. You know how I'm like I'm just in a weird state, not a weird state of mind, but just a weird place in life right now. Um, but I'm trying to, you know, not let that get in the way of the things that I have going on. But besides that, besides not thinking too hard on that, besides trying to put my mind in a more positive space, my week has been good. Um, I don't know if I have any plans this weekend. Um, I know, excuse me, I don't know, I might go out, I might go outside, (laughs) but other than that, I don't, I don't know, we'll see how I feel this weekend, um, 
to see what I do. But I'm really just chilling. I'm really just chilling. So the topic that I want to talk about you guys today is how to live in your truth. How to live in your truth. Because some of us, you know, we think we're living in our truth. But some of us, we have living in our truth. Especially, um, and when I say living in our truth, like just living in our purpose, living in this journey, on the spiritual journey. This is a spiritual podcast, okay? Um, And I I feel like this topic is important for me because I feel like um, in the past, this is something that I had to deal with. Um, Just not being as authentic. Like, of course, you know, y'all know me. I don't care what people think. I'm going to do what I want to do. But I feel like sometimes even if it's like a moment of me just not trying to have certain conversations because I don't want to have an argument or me just not having conversations because I don't want to hear the gossip. Um, And so maybe I'm just very vague with the stuff that I do or my purpose or my beliefs to the people in my life. And I had to come to a point where I'm just like, no, I have to fully live in my truth. You know, no, I don't have to go on rants about what it is that I believe or what it is I do. But I don't I I shouldn't have to hide that part of myself to where when certain people are coming over, I have to hide certain stuff in my house or, you know, try to sugarcoat what it is that I do or what it is that I believe when somebody asks me a question or not posting certain stuff on certain platforms because certain people follow me and I don't want to just have a discussion about it, if that makes sense. Like, I want to be true in my journey. Uh, I just want to live in my truth. That, you know, that's what I had to realize. And I feel like some of you guys, you know, some of you guys may be going through that, you know, just trying to maneuver through that, you know, you're fresh in your journey or you're in your journey and you feel like you have to hide who you are or just, you know, not necessarily hide, but not be as open. And and that's not really, you know, living in your full truth. And so I just really wanted to talk about that. I really wanted to get into that because I feel like it's a topic. I know I'm not the only person that goes through it. And so let's just get into it. You know, for you know, I just want to first start off with saying, you know, I just feel like with this whole truth thing, um, it amazes me how our future is pretty much planned out before we get here. Um, I, I really think that's it just amazes me. And I say that sarcastically. Um, of course, our future is planned out before we get here um, at a spiritual point. Um, you know, everything is how it's going to be, basically. I get that. But as far as, like, our parents or our caregivers or our elders, you know, they pretty much, and I, I said this in a different episode, they pretty much have this whole blueprint for us before we get here. You know, they already know the gender, you know, before they get the, was it a sonogram? They already know what what we want to do in life. They already know if we're 
what kind of aesthetics we're going to be into, what kind of fashion. You know, they're already picking our our, our expression of ourselves. Um, they're picking so many stuff, our beliefs, you know, who we'll be sexually attracted to. I mean, they pick all this stuff out before we even get here. And I feel like that is... I feel like it's expected, you know, because I, I'm not going to lie. If I have a child, I'm going to try my best because I don't I don't have any kids, but I'm going to try my best to go into having a child. Like when I get pregnant to just experience that and not really put too much emphasis on how they'll be. Of course, you know, I wonder, like, are they going to be like this? Are they going to be like this? But I'm not going to have the expectation that they will be like that. Like, I just want to have a child, watch them grow, let them have their own expression. Of course, guide them in a in a good direction. But I still want them to have that freedom of expression, um, have that control over their life. Um, you know what I'm saying? I don't want to dictate all that. And I feel like sometimes some of the elders, some of the parents... You know, sometimes they already they, they do that because they already had this blueprint in mind for you. And so because they have this blueprint in mind for you, they're trying to make sure that in your childhood is going just as it should with that blueprint that they have. And it's like when you get grown, you got to tear that blueprint up because half the time it's not what what it is that you are maybe some of the aspects you know once you get grown you know you once you get grown I always say this a parent they can teach you what they want to teach you and all that but it's like once you get grown once you get on your own it's kind of like you can only take bits and pieces of that and you you basically find your way and have your own set of what it is that you believe. You know, you kind of sort out your own beliefs. And so I say all that to say, like, for some of us who, you know, especially if we have, like, religious backgrounds, and then we get out in the world, and we're like, you know, we don't, you know, we find, we're sorting out our beliefs, and we're just like, eh, I don't you know, that doesn't resonate with me. That doesn't resonate with my journey. I'm not really learning anything from that religion. Maybe I want to go to this religion or maybe I don't want to do religion at all. And I just want to go on this spiritual path of having this personal relationship with the creator and finding my own self and evolving as a human and evolving um, spiritually. That's the route I want to go. But because I come from a background where it's Maybe it's contradicting or maybe it's it's a big contrast. I'll say that it's it's a big contrast. Um I don't know how you know they'll feel about it. I don't know how the elders will feel about it. You know, maybe that's your mindset. But it's like y'all once you get to a certain point, it's like once you get on your own, because like I said, if I had a child, I'm not gonna lie, if I had a child of course, my beliefs, like my belief system um, of what has its morals and its values, of course, that's what I'm going to teach my child. But if my child gets grown and my child is like, you know what, you know, I'm not really into this type of spirituality on this spectrum. Maybe I want to try a religion 
um, maybe I want to try this religion or, you know, maybe I don't want to be as involved spiritually. Like I would have to be okay with that because I know that I have no ownership over my child. I don't control my child. Of course, I told my child those beliefs because that's what I believe as far as what's good for me to evolve spiritually, what's good for me and my morals. Of course, I'm going to guide my child in that direction. But like I said, I shouldn't have any expectations on how they express themselves, especially once they're an adult. And so I feel like when it comes to some of the beliefs that we had, some of the beliefs that were giving us to us, <clears throat> question them. You know, once you once you get into the point of just trying to see where you want to go, question your nothing is wrong with that. You know, some religions they're against que- some religions they're against questioning certain stuff, and it's like that for a reason. But I'm not going to get into that because I'm not here to talk bad about any religion. I'm not here to do all that. But I will say it's okay to question what it is that you've been taught to believe. Nothing is wrong with that, especially when it comes to you, especially when it comes to you, you guys. It's okay to question that. I think that's that's the whole point. Uh, and, And that's really a big chunk of spirituality is it's it's mystique it's mysterious like it has this type of feel to it where you you have to figure out things you have to use your intuition you know it's it's questionable um <clears throat> and so yes you want to question what it is you want to question that stuff it's okay to question what is been have been brought in front of you um our beliefs may change over time you know one day we may believe this even as an adult, and I, I keep saying adult because when I look at like the demographics and all that stuff, people eighteen overwatch my show. Um, so yes, you may change over time. Your belief, I feel like as people, our beliefs change over time anyway. Uh, what you believe doesn't necessarily have to do with spirituality. Something you believe when you was ten, you may not believe that when you are thirty. You know. Because life happens and you you discover things. And just like you discover things in your, you know, your personal life, it's it's the same thing with spirituality. You know, you grow, you evolve, and your perception changes on things. And I feel like sometimes with religion, it's like there's only one perception. And is black and white. And you don't have room to question. You don't have room to grow if that does not, if that's not your field. Now, some people can grow religiously, but like I said in my first episode, I can't grow religiously, so I had to get out of that. So really, guys, you just want to take control over your life. You're grown. You can do what you want. More than likely, you pay your own bills. And even if you didn't, you know, you have you have control over your self-expression. You don't owe anybody anything, you know, Because at the end of the day, when you pass and stuff and you having your life review over what it is that you did, what it is that you went to earth to do. And the whole time you're trying to make this elder or so-and-so happy or so-and-so satisfied with their beliefs, you've wasted a life. So you don't owe anybody anything. 
You know, you owe yourself everything to learn what it is that you have to learn and be on the journey that you have to be on. If you're being pulled to be on this spiritual journey, um, be on that journey. And don't feel like you owe it to anybody to not be on that journey or to believe something that you don't want to believe or to have believe or have do what it is or, you know, whatever journey that you're in. Because like I said, the whole purpose of life is doing what it is that you set out to do, not what other people want it to be for you. And I feel like especially in the United States, you know, <clears throat> control is like, it's big out here. You know, it's a big thing. Like, of course, I'm not even going to talk about the land of the free. I ain't going to get into that. I ain't going to get into that. Because that, that wasn't meant for me, okay? Um, I'm not going to get into that because I don't want to get into politics, okay? Um, but, yeah, land of the free quotation marks. Um, let me stop. But there's this whole big control thing, especially, like, when you look back in history, you know, with the whole, you know, I mean, it's not too off topic, but, like, the whole Mrs. and Mr. thing. Mr., it's just a word. Like, the whole Mrs. and Mr. thing, I feel like it's misogynistic. Um, Because the whole Mr. thing, like, every man is a mister. You know, every man is just a mister. And, but if you're a woman, if you're not married, you have this um, form of miss. Or if you're married, you know, you have this form of missus. Or if, you, you know, you're a widow, it's this form. And it's all connected to like a man. You know what I'm saying? And then the whole marriage thing. Like when you get married. Um, and, and the father is walking you down the aisle. I, I feel like it's like a control thing. It's like this woman belongs to this man. Which is the father. He's going to walk you down the aisle. He's going to walk you down the aisle. Now is which the new owner of you. Like I'm giving you property of this girl. Of this woman. And now she's your property. And the whole thing with the whole marriage again, where, you know, the the guy is expected to go to the father and ask to marry her, his daughter. To have his hand in marriage. What is that about? No, I'm not. You don't have to ask. Why is we asking fathers? Can I, you know, have this hand in marriage? It's like you're asking to get this property. I, I just... like this stuff goes back deep you know you guys i don't like that whole thing and then when you when you get married again with the marriage and they be like mrs and mr and they say the man name they say the man first and last name they don't even it's like a property to me it's a control thing i don't know y'all it's so much history with that, and then I just feel like it's just so much control, 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 control. And a lot of these beliefs, even though they try to say, like, like I'm not I'm not trying to get political, but they love to say, like, they love to say, and this, you know, they love to say that um, state and religion or something like that is separated, but it's really not. A lot of the stuff that is influenced within this country is religion. So 
So it's all around us, basically. It's all around us. Um, and that's how I feel like, and I feel like because of that, people take on their parenting style with that as well. So it's a lot. It's a lot. But even then, you got to take control of your life. Yeah, I didn't got off. T- I haven't got off topic, but yeah, you you gotta take control of your life. You know, you can't let the elders control you. You can't let the world control you. You have to take control over your life, and that's just what you have to do. You know, stop hiding what you're doing. Like I said, I used to be that person. It's hiding stuff. When certain people come over, I'm not. No, I'm not doing that no more. I'm not doing that no more, especially when I pay my own bills. You, you ain't finna come over and I'm hiding stuff in the, in a place that I pay my bills every month. No, that's not happening. Stop hiding what you're doing. <clears throat> They'll be okay. And if not, this is what you got to understand. The people in your life, they have to accept you for you. You know, that that's another thing. People in life have to accept you for you. Accept you for everything. If I had a child, I would accept them for everything that they are. Even if it doesn't resonate with me. Even if it doesn't align. Like some of the stuff they do doesn't align with some of the stuff that I would necessarily do. I would have to accept my child because I don't own that child. Or nobody owns me. Whoever it is. Whoever it is. I would have to accept that person for them. Especially if they love you. They have to accept that person for you. Have a conversation. These people that you're hiding the stuff from, if it makes you feel comfortable, have a conversation about what you do. Because I've had to do this. Have a conversation about what it is that you believe, what it is that you don't believe. If you feel it's necessary, if you feel like there's tension or if there's just too many questions, sit down, have a conversation. Like, yes, I believe this. Yes, I believe this. You know, I don't resonate with this no more. I know you taught me this. I don't resonate with this no more. But this is my life now. And if in a well, and outside of that conversation, just to yourself, if they love you, they need to accept that. And and it's okay. Maybe they won't accept it right then and there, but eventually they'll come around, or maybe they'll never come around. But at the end of the day, at least you can know that you stood up for yourself and you stood up for what you actually believed in. You know, we shouldn't have to hide that part of ourselves. We just really shouldn't. And it's sad that we do. But we shouldn't. We we shouldn't let time go to waste trying to validate other people. And outside of just people, you know, you really just have to stand and stand in what it is that you believe in. So if you have certain beliefs now, you know, you're on this spiritual journey, you know, have self-discipline. I know that having self-discipline is one of those things where it can be kind of tough in a sense. It can be kind of tough. Um, I'm not going to lie. Having self-discipline. But you want to have that self-discipline to better stand in what you believe in. Because whatever you believe in, that's how it gets stronger over time. Just standing in that, having that self-discipline, um, being active in your journey. You know, a lot of the times with life, like, life gets hectic. You know, if you even think about it, I must assume most of us have a 9 to 5. Um, you know, even if you're an entrepreneur, like... You you probably have more hours than a person that, who does nine to five, just depending on <clears throat> where you at in that. But um, you know, a job like I was literally telling somebody, 
a couple months back, probably even last year. I can't remember, but I was telling somebody, I was like, a job is eight hours of our day. Let me, where's my calculator, y'all? Where's my calculator? Let me get my calculator. Because, uh, y'all, okay. So, <laughs> yes, okay. So, yes, a job is like eight hours of our freaking day. Eight hours of our day, okay? Then we're expected to, like, sleep for another eight hours. So that's eight hours we really don't have to ourselves. Well, 16 now. And so when you do the math... 24 minus 16. Um, yeah, so we got eight free hours, give or take. Eight free hours, give or take. And then it's like, with eight, eight free hours, give or take, uh, assuming that you work a nine to five, assuming that, you know, you work five days a week. So you have eight hours, give or take, to yourself. And then you got... And then see that's the thing. Don't and then don't forget you have your daily chores. You know, hopefully everybody's keeping their house up and tidy. They'll make what take you an hour. You know, you have to do laundry. You have to cook. You have to actually they'll take more than an hour cooking and cleaning, doing the laundry. Let's just say that that's like what three hours to do all that. So now you got five hours of of a day, give or take. Then you got kids. Some of y'all got kids. I ain't got kids right now. Hopefully soon. But I ain't got kids. So what? You got five hours. <clears throat> you got to make sure the kids' homework is done. Just give that an hour. Now you got four. You you know, you got to put them in the bed. You got to put them in bed. Give them a bed. That's another hour. Three. Now you got three hours, I feel like to yourself give or take to just be to yourself and do the stuff that you have to do in your journey and i'm like what in the world when i was really breaking it down to somebody well i wasn't breaking down the whole like for that purpose i was just like dang my whole life you know i got so much to do you know i don't really have time to myself that's what i was basically trying to get at with that person and you know people out you know, it's just like one of those things I'm like, and so with all that, just imagine you spend all that time, all that time doing so much stuff, heavy on mind elsewhere. Like when the time do you have the time to be in that journey and be present? Um, You know what I'm saying? Like you have to have the discipline. You have to make time for it. And it's like the more things that you have going on, the harder it is to you know, sometimes make the time for what it is you want, but make that time, you know, schedule out a part of your day where you're like, I'm going to give this attention to this part of my life. You know, I, um, you like, like for me, my ancestors are a big part of my spiritual journey. I, I work closely with them. And so every day, regardless of, regardless of how long of a day I've had, how busy of a day I've had, how tired I am, maybe at the end of the day, you know, I'm going to go to that altar and talk to them. Tell them about my day. Pray and venerate them. Pray and venerate to them. Um, and if I'm too tired, can't go to the altar, it's okay. I'll go, I'll go in my bedroom and just 
call upon them and just talk to them. You don't necessarily have to have an altar. It's just more formal to go to an altar and talk to them. But, um, you know, I'm going to do that. I make time for that. I make sure that I do that. At least once a day I talk to them or acknowledge them in some capacity. At least once a day. Um, the whole meditation thing. You know, I'm I'm on a journey now where I'm trying to get to where I need to be um, with my dreams. Because, like I said in a previous episode, dreams are my gift. Um, and I'm, so I'm just, I, I recently learned that, which, you know, I could have suspected that just from everything that I experienced as a child. But because they're my gift and I want to help other people with that gift, I have to do the work to get to where I want. And sometimes I slip up, you guys. I'm supposed to be like yesterday, I didn't do it. You know, I'm supposed to be meditating every night before I sleep. But I I don't do it. And it's like I come home after work and I have so much stuff to do, I feel like. Or I don't have enough time. Um, And it's like once I get in bed, sometimes I get kind of lazy. And I have to like, no, I got to have that self-discipline. You know, I have to say those affirmations. To, to have self-discipline, you know? Um, and so sometimes it's not easy. But it's like, that's what I mean when I, mean, when I say, like, standing in your beliefs, standing in what you believe in, you know, having that self-discipline um, so you can be true to your beliefs. So your beliefs can blossom and your journey can blossom and the information that you receive can blossom. You want to stand in that. Um, and so definitely, you know, once you start doing all that stuff, you guys, once you start believing in what it is that you want to believe in, once you start not validating other people's beliefs, but validating yourself, accepting yourself, accepting your beliefs, not hiding stuff from people, not hiding what it is that you practice, not hiding what it is that you do, just living in your authentic self, your whole energy will shift. When you start believing in yourself, doors will open when you start believing in yourself in your journey. It's almost like you're surrendering in a in a sense, because if you're not, you know, surrendering means to give your all, give yourself. And so sometimes when we have stuff like that in place, have those kind of blockages, we're not necessarily wholeheartedly surrendering and we just have to live in our truth. We have to live in our truth. We have to say what we want to say. You know, somebody want to pick an argument about it. Just calmly, just talk calmly and just say, you know what? This is what it is. This is what is not. And I I don't want to really discuss this any further because you told that person what it is and what it's not. And at the end of the day, you're going to do what you want to do because you're grown, because you pay your own bills, and because your life is your life. And nobody has control over that, whether you not you pay your own bills or not. Nobody controls you. Nobody. Um, and so, yeah, even though, you know, I've always said, like, I've done what I wanted to do. I think sometimes for myself, it's just like, I don't want to have this conversation with this person because I don't want to argue. Well, I don't want to have to defend myself. But what I had to learn is that a conversation doesn't even have to be arguing. And I'm probably saying that all country, I don't even, arguing. (laughs) So 
somebody got on to me recently for saying that. I was like, whatever, I'm from the South. Okay, y'all know what I mean. Okay, if I mess up a couple words, you know, I try to come on here and at least talk to where you can hear me. Talk to where you can understand me. Now, we was like, y'all knew me day-to-day life, y'all. Y'all be like, what? That's why I love talking to, like, I know, y'all, I'm getting off on a tangent. That's why I love talking to, like, just people, um, like, family and stuff. Because they just understand me. You know, they just understand me when I talk. I don't have to think about what I'm saying. I don't have to necessarily, like, make myself, like, I wouldn't say proper. I hate the word proper. But you know what I'm saying. Um, I don't even know how to, I don't know how to explain it. But if I mess up a couple words here and there, y'all get it, okay? I don't feel like having that conversation, like, um, back to what I'm saying. I don't feel like having that, necessarily having that conversation, but I need to have it. And it's the way, it's the delivery, it's the way that it's going to go. I'm going to talk calmly. I'm going to tell you what it is and what it ain't. You're going to respect that by talking calmly too. And if not, if not, the conversation ends. But at least you heard what I what I do and what I don't do. Have control over your life. You know, respect yourself. Love yourself first. Put yourself first. Because I am. You know, it's, if you come into this journey where you didn't even have all that, if you didn't grow up religious or grow up with a certain belief standards, I mean, it's pretty much easy for you to believe what you want to believe properly. But coming from a tougher background, is, I would say a tougher background, it's kind of hard for some of us. And I just, I just came here to say all that because I want you guys to know that I definitely get it. I definitely can relate to you guys that feels like that. <sighs> but I feel like some of us, we have it that way for a reason. You know, I used to have um, a life in ancient Egypt, you guys. And I've said this before, I think. I used to have a life in ancient Egypt. Um... And in that life, you know, there's a lot of, there, there was a lot of structure, you know, there was still ex- expression and stuff, but there was still structure as well, especially depending on your role in society in that time. And at that time I was a servant. And so when I was getting that past life reading, you know, the lady, she was telling me, she was like, you probably <clears throat> come from a background right now to where, you know, you um, if they if they even knew you was getting a reading, if they even knew you did tarot or whatever, they would probably flip. And I'm like, or you know, they probably wouldn't approve. And I'm like, yeah, you're right. And I feel like that's another thing. Like some of our past lives, especially when you explore, like whenever you get to that point in your journey, um, and you you feel like exploring like your past lives or getting into past life. Um, you know, reincarnation and stuff like that. Like I said, not everybody believes in that. Maybe you'll never believe in that along your journey. But if you ever do, uh, even, you know, if, if you ever just start just coming interested in it and you want to explore those past lives, a lot of the stuff from your past lives really are a reflection of some of the stuff that you're going through today. So maybe in a past life, you were... A, you know, you, you were in that 
predicament almost where you had to believe <clears throat> in certain stuff or, you know, you were, you know, you just had not a lot of control over your life. So maybe in this life, it's more stuff like gaining control of yourself, excuse me, gaining control of yourself and your beliefs is overcoming some of that stuff in the past. And it's, it is part of your purpose to stand up for yourself and stand up for your stand up for what you believe in. Maybe it's that. Maybe that's why growing up, you had to have that religious um, background and just come outside of that. Like for me, even though I had that particular past life, some of you may have um, the karmic debt 16. My karmic debt is 16 over 7. A part of relieving that debt is basically... Um, coming outside of the beliefs that you were giving and questioning and, you know, studying other beliefs and being more spiritual, you know, um, evolving spiritually. That's part of that um, whole debt. And so if you come in from a religious background, you're basically questioning and going outside of what you were actually taught. That's part of relieving that debt. And so there, there's different reasons. You know, and the way that it's structured, you know, even at, at a human level, sometimes it is hurt. Sometimes it's, it's upsetting or sometimes it's frustrating to maybe have elders in our life to where they necessarily want us to believe a certain way or they necessarily don't approve of what it is that we do. That can be upsetting. But what we have to understand is that even at a human level, we may not look at it this way but what we have to understand you guys is that at a spiritual level our parents our elders or whoever they pick certain personalities to have they pick certain personalities to have so it could help us along our journey just like we pick certain events that happen in our life to help us along our journey they pick um certain personalities and on a spiritual level, they're probably, they're, they're, cause you know, on a spiritual level, they're not even half of that, half of who they are as a human. They're much more compassionate and much more understanding that much more nice at a spiritual level, but at a human level, it's like once they get in that body, they take on that character that they're supposed to be for you and for your involvement. And, you know, you know, sometimes it can be scary. I'll say that sometimes it cannot make you feel comfortable, but you have to be comfortable with yourself. And part of loving yourself is loving everything that you are and everything that you're going after your beliefs, all of that. It's all of that intertwines. And the moment that you start living for other people and not living for yourself, you're, you're telling yourself that you don't love yourself enough to live for yourself. You're living for other people. Like I said, that that can be uncomfortable, you guys, that whole conversation. You know, you may even lose people. It may be that dramatic. Like, some people are so stubborn. Some people see things in black and white. If you, you know, if you can't salvage that relationship, if they can't accept you for who you, who you are, at least you can know at the end of the day that you tried. And hopefully those same people will come around. Hopefully those same, same people will be like, you know what? can't change this person i just have to accept them that's with anything that's with anything that can be with anything they'll they'll eventually come around if they, they, they 
And if they don't, that's on them. But you did everything that you could. And you can live your life knowing that you lived in your truth. So, you guys, that's pretty much all I wanted to talk about today. Um, and I really hope you guys enjoyed the show. Um, I want to thank you guys for listening to the show, watching the show. Um, not watching the show, y'all. I woke up an hour ago. I want to thank you guys for listening to the show, um, supporting the show. Like, I really, really, really thank you guys. Thank you. I always thank you guys for your support. Like, you guys are the best. Keep supporting, keep listening, you know, share the show with others, tell them about the show so they can listen to it. Um, And I just really hope that these episodes are really helping you in your journey. So I'm going to end it right here. I thank you guys. You can listen to this on pretty much most platforms. Um, And you can also follow our Instagram page at Intuitively Unapologetic. We also have a YouTube page intuitively unapologetic i have a different a a new video that i did i think two or three weeks ago um i haven't done a video since but i am um trying to invest in more stuff to where we can have different types of videos you guys i did want to mention that um maybe you know even have discussions on that channel uh talk about certain stuff it won't be a full out blown you know podcast episode of course but um y'all see y'all see i have some stuff coming um i have stuff coming so um even outside of youtube um just other stuff that we'll get into in the future so thank you guys for everything thank you guys again for the support i love you guys and i'll talk to you guys later